Welcome to more than a few words, the marketing podcast for small business owners. My name is Lorraine Ball, and I help small businesses become big businesses. And today, we have an interesting show for you. It started with a, a rather simple, logical request. I invited two of my friends to talk about branding, and um, I believe we've started a movement. Um, calling in today is Kyle Lacey. Kyle, let's tell folks a little bit about you, and then I'll introduce our other guests. Okay, um, I am a business owner and a social media consultant in Indianapolis, and I wrote the books Twitter Marketing for Dummies and a book called Branding Yourself with Eric Deckers, talking about uh, personal branding and how to use social media. Awesome, and we're going to, uh, that is totally the topic of today's conversation, and I think a lot of people struggle with. Um, kind of finding that balance, and that sort of leads me to our other guests, uh, guests and our guests. Um, the first half of this uh, branding duo is um, Leland McNally, and Leland is the real person. Leland, welcome aboard. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you for very much for having me today. And, and Leland, um, tell us about this social media personality. Uh, well, this one is very, um, this is a, as we found out through clout, I am. In, I mean, my areas of interest are bacon, uh, families, and what else is it over there? Blogging. And blogging. Three very passionate issues that I have. And it's more of a serious account. Um, I'm also a grad school student, uh, working on a, my master's in applied communication. So it's more in line with that. My research areas of, of nonprofits, social media, uh, as well as news, news organizations. And um, Leland, for those of you that have not met him through the world of social media, has another personality, um, probably a little larger than life and a little bit more well-known, called um, Big Kazuna. Yes, yes, thank you. It is I. It is I. Don't <laughs> get up for I'm just here as the court gesture of all social media, here to grace everyone with my witty comments. Oh, great. On the Twitter and the Facebook. <laughs> On the Twitter and the Facebook. And helping me referee the madness is um, Allison Carter. Good morning, everyone. I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> Welcome to my world, Allison. <laughs> or any world where we're in it with you. Um, so kicking off the conversation this morning, let's start with the serious and, and move into the, the crazy. But, Kyle, as people start thinking about what they want their brand to be in social media, where should they start? Um, really, to be honest with you, um, they can start with whatever makes them happy, I think. Uh, most of the time, if you're talking about somebody that has, um, that has left corporate America or wants to start something that they love, right, they need to know truly what makes them happy because when you go out on this um, trip, right, this journey of personal branding, um, if you don't love what you want to do, right, if you don't love what it is um, that you decide to do, it's going to be much harder for you to be creative um, and be, be stand out from the other people in the crowd, if that makes sense. So it's really trying to figure out what do I love and can I do that um, as a job, as a career. And, um, I, you know, that was one of the things that's, that's been kind of interesting for me is I started – on social media as Roundpeg, and I really didn't know what I was getting into because four years ago, I don't know that anyone really knew where all of this was going to go. Well, I think right. there's something else that's 
we all started. Uh, I don't know. I'm not sure how long Kyle's been on it, but I think we all started a couple of years ago with a different dynamic where everyone in the community kind of knew each other. And, you know, if people are joining now and trying to build a brand now, it's a lot different than it was four years ago. I think the audience pool is a lot smaller. Now it's just it's so vast. Um, Kyle, have you, you know, have you seen that sort of transition in, in your community as, as the social media community itself has grown? Have you had to modify your brand? Yeah, I mean, we, we, I had to modify my brand, and the company that I was involved in had to modify their brand. I think that um, in any industry with any technology, there's always a change, right, constant change in terms of how the technology works, how people use it, and how communication happens through it, right? But, you know, what hasn't changed is the overall dynamic of communication, the storytelling, right? And branding is very much a storytelling-type model. Um, so it's really depending on um, where I'm at, but I've had to shift a couple times over the past uh, couple of years in order to stay ahead of, the so-called curve, right? But you've always been Kyle Lacey, right? On on Twitter and and, and in social media. Um, did you ever at, at any point um, have a company account that you were also tweeting from? Yeah, we had a company account that I was actually tweeting from. It wasn't actually a, a very human type account. It was more of a content account. And despite the fact that my personal content was con, excuse me, despite the fact that my personal Twitter account was sending out content, the company account was more—I um, don't know the right word—but it was more just content development than anything else on so, social. So, Leland, so because you you also manage multiple accounts, how do you decide? How do you decide what content goes where? Well, I just like to put this out there. I, I don't think I manage as many accounts as people think I do. Okay, so it's BG Kahuna that's managing all those accounts. <laughs> Not even them. There's a lot of accounts that created up, that sparked up, this, and, and I mean what they really go off of the anonymity factor. As in, even as research, when you're anonymous, you can still have, you can be a little more out there than if you're known. Um, but for me, it's just, uh, they each, to me, the accounts, I guess I mean approach this differently because I'm, I'm the personal side of it. They're like pets. It really just depends on the hat that I'm wearing at the time. But the Kahuna hat is just insane. I mean, you just, <laughs> you know, whatever. And there's people that don't like it. It's not for everybody, and I'm cool with that. And I need yeah. to interrupt here. To give you a sense of how insane the oh, big no. Kahuna personality is, um, you do need to see the photo that is in the stream. Um, and I'm going to, in case you, you missed it, I'm going to retweet the photo under the Lorraine, ba Lorraine Ball Twitter account so you can see how BG Kahuna drops by for a radio program. And what he drops when he gets here. And what he drops when he gets here. Okay. Anyway, you all will enjoy it. It's like wearing different hats. I mean, in just the, the, the one with my name is a lot more calmer. It's a lot more serene. Um, I, I also run No Pants Friday and um, Kahuna Island. Those two accounts are just more attached to the big Kahuna thing, but they're, they're also more calm. It's just more to get the name. But I, I run, a, I run a, a, a running account for the marathons I do, as well as like a photography account, because that's kind of what I did. But I guess I, I had training in this, wearing the different hats, because I used to photograph high school seniors. 
and it'd be six people an hour, and you'd start one conversation, they'd go change out, the, the second person would come in, you'd start a new conversation, and you'd be juggling the same conversation. You'd pick up where you left when the first person came off and just keep going. So to me, it's the same way. Um, Kyle, that, that idea of juggling multiple conversations, um, how, do you, how do you manage to maintain kind of one personality like as you move through platforms, you know, from Facebook to Twitter, um, friend feed, and some of the other environments that you, you participate in? I don't, I don't know if the, the, the issue for me is not, not the personality because it's still me no matter what right um it's the it's the managing of the different accounts that that sometimes is an issue right and if i didn't if mobile wasn't as you know quote unquote as advanced as it is now and i can use my iphone to tweet and use sometimes use facebook um sometimes do stuff and i would it'd be a lot harder for me to do this stuff personality wise um i try to keep it an even keel um, especially just on my personal accounts. It's all, it's all personal preference as well. And I mean, for the my running and my photography accounts, those are very normal, just topic-oriented accounts. There's nothing really crazy. I don't post yeah. crazy pictures either. They're just a lot more different, but the Kahuna thing took off, and it was really, what does my audience want? And they want the crazy. And I started realizing that, and it's like, you know what? Let's take it there. So. Um, I forgot to do this at the beginning of the show because I always forget to do this at the beginning of the show, but if you want to call in and ask a question, you can give us a buzz at 805-285-9865. You can send us a question um, via Twitter. Go ahead and direct it at Roundpeg or... Yeah, wait a minute. Uh, Allison's got her hand up, so I guess we have a question. We have a question from our dearly beloved Jay Mattingly. He wants to know what the one tip uh, you guys can offer someone starting out building their own personal brand. What's the one thing that they need to make sure that they do or don't do? Kyle, you want to take that first? Yeah, in, in, uh, in our book, Personal Branding, um, the, one of the really the first tips that we offer is writing what's called an elevator pitch and we've got short long and really long type bios right because if somebody if you are talking to somebody and they're asking you what you want to do or what you're passionate about you need to be able to pull a sentence out to say this is what i do i'm kyle lacy i'm a social media consultant and trainer for executive america so that's a sentence it's very upfront people know so you know, so if you are actually debating of, of like doing something with your brand, you can sit back and say, does this fit with my bio, my personal bio statement? Does this fit within the, the, um, the system? And the best story to back that up is the Southwest Airlines um, uh, statement is we're the low class, we're the low class, definitely not <laughs> low, low cost. We are the low-cost airline, and so they make all their decisions off of, will this help us be the low-cost airline, right? So that's a one-sentence bio statement for a company, and the same thing applies to individuals. Cool. Uh, Leland, how about you? Um, building on that or other things that you would recommend if people wanted to wear, uh, wanted to wear, wanted to build? It's hot in here. 
Uh, if people wanted to build a uh, personal brand other than wearing um, SpongeBob SquarePants shorts. Speak of Homer Simpson's wearing my pants. Ah. Um, actually, I think the, the big thing is, is just kind of understand what, what, what you're trying to do with it. On a personal level, I agree with Kyle. You want to have your interests out there. So if someone does search your, uh, your bio, they kind of see this may be somebody who's in jogging with what I have. Um, when I do the running stuff, I search basically for marathons and ultra marathons. That's how I kind of follow people on that account. Mm -hmm. I have how many marathons I finished on my blog or my profile. So they kind of see that too. But I'm also, we all have the same goals. It's just to try to build a different community. Mm -hmm. um, I just whatever your interests are, put that out there. But try and get into words like a sentence, where it's just like bullet points of no pants, funny, you know, bacon. Yeah. You know, I've, what I've really struggled with is, is because Round Peg was me for four years. Um, the Round Peg account talked about everything from small business and social media to local restaurants. It engaged in conversations with both of your personalities. And as I'm trying to separate it, and I use, I use Hootsuite so I can go back and forth between my personal and, and the business account, there's some days that it's really clear, I know that this comment needs to be Lorraine Ball, or I know this conversation oh, belongs on Roundhead. Absolutely, and I have the you know, same dilemmas. When I'm doing stuff with, you know, trying to search for uh, basically nonprofits that don't use social mm -hmm. media, try and get into that just to understand why they don't. You know, you go right to social media, because everyone who's nonprofits knows one that should be. But I wouldn't do that on Big Kahuna, because it's a totally different mm -hmm. audience. Um, I'm doing some research on the furry community, and I can use that on both because it's... The furry community? Yes. This is a rabbit hole we do not want to go down on air. <laughs> um, I'm actually doing a, a project now to see how these people in this, this, this uh, community communicate with each other online. How do they, and that's kind of what it is, but you can do on both because they understand it's a character, and they kind of get that. There's, and, okay, uh, and kind of building off this whole character, what you do or don't want to talk about um, on social media, one of the advantages to having um, a really strong brand is being able to throw something out there and build some momentum. Um, I don't know what that's like. Uh, yeah. Uh, Kyle, I don't know whether or not you've seen the hashtag for Occupy Round Peg yet this morning. Yes. Ah, okay. Well, that, this clearly was something we did not start, um, uh, but it has, oh, it has certainly taken on a life of its own, and basically it was something that you threw out, you started at. Whoever did start this needs to, something needs to happen. To <laughs> yeah, I, I actually, I, I put that out there um, as I was coming over here and getting in the car to come over here. I thought that'd be a, a fun little thing to do and see if we can do it. I've had some issues with the ball community, and I want to say that my family loves ball people. Of all creeds and colors, but and it kind of is a joke and it's something we've been doing online. And I'm like, there's our cause, there's our action. Let's see if these people will. And I and I did DM a lot of people said you need to be pro ball. One person, <laughs> one person just said they would join me in my anti ball fight. And just and they're like, what do we say? And I say, say anything you want, but just get out there. Make sure you have the occupy round peg hashtag with the um, MTFW hashtag to put that out there and just build it up and just whatever you want to go with it. Follow. Um, I think it was Carnivore for Life was the other person. Like, follow his lead, whatever he does. I don't know how, how many people have gone to it now. Or, a lot. Yes. A lot. And, but, no, we're full. Oh. <laughs> Can we say that here? <laughs> but I, Woo! Sorry. Okay, then. But I think that, that it points to the power of having a strong, of having a strong brand because 
Um, if you've got a strong personal brand yeah. and you put something out there, it, it's more likely that people will act upon it. It's more likely people will respond. Absolutely. And actually, for something like this, because you guys are using both my accounts, I put it on both accounts and just push it as hard as I could. And if you do have an active man, if you're doing fundraising or you're doing some other event that's coming up, having a strong brand really helps to generate the, the news about it. And um, that's why I'm asked by a lot of companies to do promotional work for them to help out with that. And uh, you know, I show them my blog, and I'm like, here's what I do. And they, sometimes they come back and go, let's do it. I'm like, oh. I'm surprised they say that. So I'm like, okay, let's move forward. I do what I do. But I think that, um, Kyle, that raises an interesting uh, point. Leland touched on the idea that not-for-profits can use um, uh, this kind of uh, strong brand around the cause. Have you got like a good example of, of something that you, you've done or just a, a good anecdote that maybe will help people see other than uh, starting a movement to occupy round peg, how you could build momentum around a trend with your brand? Well, I, I, I think that I think that the important the important point out of all this is it's easy for a sole proprietor or somebody that is a small business owner that has under five employees, right, or even even under ten. It's easy for you to be the brand of the company, right? Because you are. You're the salesperson. You're the designer. You're the implementer. You're the you're the manager, right? But when you get into scenarios where you're working with a nonprofit, you're working with a company that has uh, has more employees. The the beautiful thing about personal branding is you can allow those internal personalities to become separate personal brands that that build the overall brand of an entity, right? So you have, you have your vice president of development, or maybe you have an intern that is really passionate about tennis. And for some, tennis was a terrible example, but they, they are passionate about certain things that have to do with your nonprofit. Let them niche in that area because then they can build a group around them that is strong that can share information. I think the biggest problem the businesses have in general is they're not allowing their employees, they're not allowing their advocates like Big Kahuna without the pants to be to be true advocates for the brand online because they're slapping their hand every time they try to be more personable or more per, more have more personality. So I think that the the first tip and step in all this is allowing your your advocates, whether they're internal or external, to be true personal brands for the company because they'll help you raise more money and they'll help you sell more product. Absolutely. I, I think that's um, I, a really good point. I, I try to explain that um, when I teach classes specifically on Facebook and um, particularly when I'm dealing with older business owners who are concerned about what their young employees may be doing and what are they doing on Saturday night and getting them to understand that you don't have to be friends with your employees, that your employees right. need to be fans of your fan page and your employees need to be um, sharing what is going on on the company fan page. Because even if you're hiring people right out of school and you think, well, they're never going to need my product or service, they have parents, they have aunts, they have cousins, yeah. they have neighbors. So I think that well, works better for the businesses than the larger ones. But the, the, important, the important point is that we're talking about changing customer communication, right? 
Um, there's a great quote by a guy named Paul Greenberg who wrote CRM at the Speed of Light. If you go read it or if you go look at it, um, you're going to think it's, it's like a legal book and you're going to fall asleep reading it, but it's actually one of the best social media books I've ever read. Paul Greenberg's book, CRM at the Speed of Light, he says, you cannot debate whether or not you're supposed to change because your customer already has. They've already changed. They've already changed the way that they're doing business. They're already changing the way that they, they, they show themselves online, right? If we keep talking about the customers changing, why aren't we talking about employees changing their personal brands? Because employees are customers too, and they're probably your best customer. So I think that when we're talking about this, it's very important to realize that everybody's an individual. Everybody's personality and everybody has something to bring to this brand allow them to share it in the means that they want to share, whether that's fax, email, or Twitter. It doesn't matter. And that's what true personal branding is all about. Allow individuals to tell the stories themselves, and you'll see, hopefully, you'll see the the growth of your brand past that. And that's my soapbox. Well, I like that soapbox. Mine is no pants. Um, <laughs> I, I agree with that, but everyone, and I, and I take that a step further, but everyone has a story to tell. And I mean, I think that's what I... My, I'm attracted to social media because it's, it doesn't matter who you are, what walk of life you come from. I mean, there's something that you have to share with the world that's interesting. I mean, and if it, I mean, I, I talk to people and I get a lot of that. You know, I mean, it's just, it's just fun to hear what their stories are and see where they come and where they've been and, you know, where they think they're going. And I, I think as, um, you know, looking at this as a business owner, um, every every one of our employees has their own Twitter account and they all have their own Facebook, and they all have their own take on it. And to some extent, yes, I allow that to sort of go where it goes. But I also, um, as a as a marketer trying to manage the message of my company, yeah. I spend time coaching my employees on, by the way, you could share this on social media. Here's something I'd like you to put out um, through your social media channels to support the company. And I never ask them to say anything or do anything that is inconsistent with their values, but if you have, I think I think it's fair, if you have employees that, you know, their livelihood is connected to the success of the business, giving them ways and helping them understand good ways to do that is, is responsible as a manager. And, and as yeah, an Business. That's something that we struggle with. I mean, after all those people who don't want your employees on social media, they're talking about you anyway. This is just a way that you can refine that message and help them tell your story. Because if you don't let them, they're going to resent that. They're going to resent that restriction on their freedom, and they're probably going to talk about you on their locked Facebook pages that you can't see anyway. You might as well help them guide them to a better message. Let's see, one, one issue I have is, from, is there a protester out there? Oh my God! There's a bald person out here protesting our protesting our. <laughs> I mean, I guess I mean one thing I've noticed is, is that a lot of the smaller business owners can make that stance and have that position. But when you work, for, I work for a mega conglomerate. I don't see it working on that scale on that. I mean, because you want to stay unfocused with the message, and there's so many different people out there. And unfortunately, with the, the bigger companies, not everybody's a happy camper. And those are the people you do not want representing your brand. And they will anyway, but they'll do it anonymously. Yeah. Well, but I, I also think that um, I, I would argue that regardless of the size of your, regardless of the size of your company, um, 
I think you have a responsibility to, to give guidance. Um, my husband was working for a company, and, and uh, when he would see questions, sometimes he would respond. Initially, his company wasn't very supportive of that, but even in, in that organization, they're starting to get guidelines on if you see these kind of comments, forward them, share them, you know. Avoid them. Avoid some of them. Avoid some of them. But topics. Avoid some of the topics that come up that you just, one, you may not be an expert in that field, but you may be trying to help. And then it gets to a point of you may not know some of the backstories of what's going on in the other, you know, the other department. Yeah. That, yeah. But I think, um, I, think, I think accepting the fact that you're, your employees are going to be there, and the more information they have, I think the better able to manage this is going to be, oh, we have a call. Ah. Hi, you're on the air. Do you have a question? Hello? He's coming to the window now. Okay. Um, well, if you decide to pop in the conversation, Kyle, um, what you're missing at the moment is one of our protesters from um, Occupy Roundpeg, um, a bald gentleman, is on our front lawn. I'm we need sorry. to call security. I can't. He's yeah. going to come after me. I, I, I'm sorry you're missing this. There's a bald individual on your front lawn. Yes. You're against them too, right? Uh, right. The entire, the entire Occupy Roundpeg, the protest against bald people, seems to be culminating with one demonstrator on our lawn. Yes, folks, right. we have have a demonstration with one demonstration. Well, well that's, pretty that's, much, that's, pre that's pretty much that's pretty much what uh, the Indianapolis Occupy Wall Street is anyway. It's about one person. So. <laughs> All right. Hold on, Kyle. Mr. Bring us in here so you can talk to this guy, too? <laughs> yeah. Talk to Kyle. Kyle, you're the one we said ahead of too, but you agree with me on the ball position, right? Yes. Thank you. I agree. I agree with you on most of your positions, so I'm oh, good. Okay. <laughs> Say no. Uh, I, I can let me add one more thought to that employee thing, and then and then we can move on because you know they, they, it is the personal branding. But um, you're, you're hiring employees, and if you can't if you cannot trust them to be to be smart enough to be advocates online for you, and you can through training you still don't trust them. Then, you're, then you need to fire your HR director or you need to hire the right people. I think that that's the main problem. And, you know, if you it's – not, it's not necessarily about that they're going to be talking to you, talking about you anyway. That's been happening for years, right? But you have to make an example, and I think that, I think that all big businesses are shifting this way. I just think it's taking them a hell of a lot longer because everything was so centralized. And now it's becoming decentralized. So, you know, I, I have faith. Software isn't even up to date to the point where we can be truly a, a, a true communication model. Software even has to get up to that standard. So I think that we're in the right track, but, but we need to push it a little bit harder. I, I agree. I mean, I think it's going that direction. I, and I, I couldn't agree more to the trust issue. I, I, you know, you're hiring these people. You're, putting, you're paying them a lot of money to do whatever they do. But I think it's just it's different on the, on the larger scale. I mean, you know, I mean, there's not the HR person who hired you could be three or four divisions removed from what, where you are. You know, right? I, I, me, big thing about the message of staying on the message, and you know, I mean, you know, a lot of people who work with my company don't mention they work for the company just because it's it's just it's more of a headache. But I think the um, the your point, Kyle, was very well taken. That for years 
um, companies have, have trusted their employees, whether it's um, to be a salesperson on a selling floor, whether it's to go into a consumer's home because the product or service they're selling. I mean, you represent your company. Every time you, every time the telephone rings in the office and you pick it up and right. answer it, you are right. representing the company. And so this is really no different. Um, I, uh, I actually, I actually hate this because we are running out of time. Um, and so, uh, the guy up front of the ship is fat heads on it. Okay. So he is? Uh, okay, I'm guessing he's a fat ball head, yes. All right, so real quick, Kyle, if people want to find you, where can they find you? Uh, you can go to kyleac.com. That's K-Y-L-E-L-A-C-Y.com, and it has all my contact stuff, Twitter, Facebook, everything. Awesome. Thank you so much, Kyle. It's been great. I'm sorry we didn't get to see you F to F, but it was wonderful to talk. That's all right. Thank you. Have... It's a pleasure. I, um, I'm just on the, the Facebook and the Twitter but Big Kahuna, you can go to BigKahuna.com, BGKahuna.com, uh, BGKahuna on the Twitter, on the Facebook. There's a fan page. Um, we do it all at Big Kahuna. So awesome. Thank you so much for bringing both your personalities. Woo! Um, well, I'll go put my pants on. Thank you. Yeah, definitely do that. Um, for Allison and I, this has definitely been um, one of the more interesting, more than a few words podcasts. If you'd like to check out some of our other events, go to pants. Go to www.roundpeg.biz. This has been another episode of More Than A Few Words, and thanks for listening.